Do you think something is missing from yes. the Pedi- Okay, yes. So you have felt that too. Yes, all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, from the peanut butter cup, and to be specific, I'm talking about the standard size, okay. normal peanut butter cup, not the seasonal one, not okay. the mini one, the standard size. Do you think something is missing? What on earth do you, what do you mean? I feel like there's too, too little density in the whole experience and the middle part just feels like like something needs to be going on there like this, there needs to, they need to throw a peanut in my there my wife or has been banging this drum for a long time she's 100% right the basic reese's uh shape does not m- match your like it is not the ideal conveyance for that right. flavor combination you need a thick hit right that's what you i really mean. want a big cup the big cup with potato chips any <laughs> big cup the eggs a Punkman, any <laughs> Reese cup other like Reese got so close. Mr. Reese, when he, you know, do you know yeah. what happened there? He, he burnt the, the, he actually burnt the peanuts, you see. Oh, and then, then he made it into peanut butter and he's like, this is fucking good. I like oh, it. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to get rich. And they're like, but your name's Reese. Won't that be confusing? He's like, make my butter. And then they made it in. And, but he fucked up because he did the peanut butter cup. And he's like, that's pretty good. And he stopped there and he didn't think about eggs or Punkman's. Or trees. <laughs> I don't know what a punkman is. A pumpkin. The pumpkin. Oh, he said I thought you were saying punkman. Way. You're actually no, 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 weird pumpkin. for not understanding it, Russ. Because <laughs> it, it was pretty normal. I thought the way he every said. shape, every shape is better than the Reese cup shape. That's is that a regional West Virginia thing? Pump punkman. What pumpkin. are you saying, pumpkin, Russ? Pumpkin. <laughs> what are you saying? Are you check the tape. Check, check the, the gate. People. Hey, check Reggie. Check the gate. Oh, See if I said pumpkin. I can't even say it. Can't say this wild thing you made up. <laughs> My name is Justin Macaray, and I did the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, <laughs> and I know the best game of the week. My name is Ross Frushik, and I know the best game of the week. Welcome to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment interactivity here being used rather loosely. Uh, this is uh, our episode on immortality. This is a video game club, and I don't. This is basically, I guess, I don't know. This is technically a video game called Immortality. Uh, Russ, what's Immortality? As I good think luck, good water. luck, baby. Good luck, baby. Uh, <clears throat> Sum it up. Immortality like is... Do- Let me start you. It's like Doom, but... <laughs> <laughs> immortality is uh, a live-action, fully-acted series of film clips and movies... And it's sort of presented to you in totally a mishmash order, and you have to eventually put them all together and make sense of what exactly is going on in the overarching narrative of one actress's life. That's the best I can do in that was a really good, very short span. It's not actually that bad, but somehow Thank we'll you. find more meat on this particular bone right after this. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track 
especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties it's one of them her stories i feel like i didn't know i i i got sam barlow and the max Payne guy confused well they do both love acting in their games that's yes uh this is sam barlow in this game Mm-hmm. I mean, they love putting actor, real actors in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. <laughs> Although Sam Lake is the face of Max, original Max Payne. So. That's true. That is weird um, and true. Uh, so yeah, if you played that game, then that's kind of what you're getting into here in that it is uh, watching videos to try and figure out what the fuck happened. And and just to build on the Her Story comparison. If yeah, you and that, pe- remind people what that yeah. game was because I feel like there are people. So Her Story was a game where you were investigating a... I guess it was a murder, right? Or a disappearance or something. Some of the details are lost to me. But you're it's all through like um tapes of like an investigator's interview. And the way you it, it's all little clips, it's all cut up and out of order. And the way you find new clips is by searching a term, a word, and the clips in which that word appears then pop up for you. So you're trying to find like new key phrases that appear elsewhere in the script. Mm-hmm. Her uh, immortality is kind of a. I mean, it is. I think as close as Sam Barlow would ever get to doing like a direct sequel. There was a game in between these called Telling Lies um, that I was not wild about. Uh, that that didn't really click with me as much. Um, but Sam Barlow uh, to to catch you up was sort of the lead on Silent Hill Shattered. Memories is that what it was? Silent Hill, sh- the Wii uh, yeah, one was really good. His, his career. So Sam Barlow worked on that, and then Sam Barlow made her story. Sam Barlow worked at the interactive video company called Echo for a while, EKO, and I think worked on the War Games series that they did. And then, uh, t- and I think Telling Lies is actually somewhere in between there. And now it's Immortality. Rather than searching for words in the script, what you're doing is clicking on people or objects Mm -hmm. in these clips and it is surfacing another clip not all the clip but it's surfacing another clip i think at random yeah it does well it seems okay so i'll give you an example finish the sentence where that object or person appears in another clip right it which is which is mechanically bewildering yeah I let, me, let me just expo- I don't let me give an example just so people can like we're wrap getting their head mechanics around. out of the way because it's it's like it's good that you understand them but it is by far the like it, it is not the central draw here right so so you're watching a scene 
and it's in a living room and there's a lamp there and there's two actors there and you can freeze the scene at any time and select the lamp and it'll cut to another scene that also has a lamp, not the same lamp, but just any lamp. Or you can click on the actor's faces and it'll cut to any other scene that has that actor's face in it. Or you can click on whatever, a cat or uh, a framed picture in the background, and those will jump to those similar scenes. And what you're trying to do is basically uncover new scenes. So if you click on a picture frame that you haven't clicked on before, it'll maybe let you see a new scene. And then eventually you build this collection of like, I want to say I have well over 100 clips unlocked at this point, varying from like 10 seconds to like five minutes each. Um, So you build this huge collection and most of those clips are made up of, are are set across three different movies that this one actress was in. In addition to ancillary clips where like the actress is doing like a press tour talking about the movies that she's in. Rehearsals, uh, stuff like that. But some behind the scenes footage, things like that. DVD bonus, bonuses. Um, Yeah. And, blooper, and, blooper. So, and yeah, it's from these three <laughs> movies. I, and I will just say, because I think you kind of have to say this, there are hidden clips that you can unearth in a mechanical fashion that I I yeah. will not talk about here, but I will say, I think is too, a li- uh, was a little too confounding. Let's, let's go on that at the end, because it yeah. is sort of like almost secondary to the over, to the goal. So that yeah. was my first struggle with this game. It's like, what the what am I even trying to do here? Like, I spent the first probably hour of the game just like, I'm going to unlock as many clips as, I, as possible. And the way I did that was I found a shot where the clapboard, you know, that thing that they hold in front of a camera and they snap it and they so, go, take three. So I found one of those and then I just like kept hitting the button on that and more and more and more scenes kept coming up because almost all the movie scenes started with a clapboard. So I was filling out all these movie scenes and eventually I had like a hundred of them and I had no idea what I was trying to do there. And then I started like trying to like fill in basically the missing gaps of the stories of the individual movies. And Mm -hmm. that kind of gave me a bit more of a goal to uncover maybe an overarching it's interesting the clips are not you're not assembling entire films but they are selected in which i feel like i have a pretty good sense of what each of these movies was. yeah 100 percent. you really you get sum it up you get all the major plot beats of each movie because of the clips that they have what what the interesting thing is that i mean finding these clips and then you uh are watching like scenes from the movies but there's also like there's so much in the margins. I mean, there's so much like you'll see an actor look at right after the clapboard cuts, you know, right after the scene yep. ends in a, in a way that is not commensurate with their character. Or you'll see like a five second exchange of dialogue at the beginning where there's like a, a, a sort of meta story that you're discovering, I guess you'd say. And that um, meta story, they I, I should point out that I came into this game knowing Literally nothing. I thought it was from the Max Payne guy. I was like, bullet time, baby. Uh, and then I was like, wait, it's the her, it's her, it's a her story. And it's then the other Sam. It on the main menu, there is an about page that tells you what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. Click that button. There's also a content warnings page. Click that button. This this game's got some some content. Stu- some content in it for sure. But you are trying to. 
this this actress Marissa Marcel ha- is, has gone missing, and none of these films that you're trying to unearth were ever released. And so, what is kind of the hook is like, what the fuck happened? And that is that that's the carrot for me. I haven't reached. I think what. I know that there is a broader hook that I don't think I've reached. I played the game for a few hours uh, at this point. Um, but I have started to see where s- some reasons why these films didn't come out and it yeah. makes the hunt like well worth it because you get really invested in basically everyone in involved uh who are all I would say like su- superbly acted from front to back yeah it's the best acting i've ever seen in a live action game i mean for sure hands down her story is like the number two right after that right but it's like it is the best it's fantastic all the performances are really great whether they're in a movie or like uh just being themselves um there's really not a wrong way to like experience this except for i think and i had to kind of discover this except looking for some sort of like metagame element that is going to like point you towards how the game, like what you're supposed to do, right? If you're going in looking for what should I be doing, I think it's a little, uh, it, it will be a little less satisfying for you. Once I let go of that and just started like following my curiosity, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. uh, it's really easy game to just sort of, and I know I'm 41 and I shouldn't be saying this, but it's an easy game to just sort of vibe on. Like you're just sort of like, immersing yourself in it rather than like having a goal, but like in getting interested in a certain por- person. Right. And just seeing yeah. like, do they pop up elsewhere? Have they been in other things? Like, has this dire- like maybe this director has done something else and I can find them. It's interesting when you find people you didn't realize were the same person and it's like, Oh wow. Okay. So they kept the actor from this or the DP from this is now the director of, of this. Um, and it gets really like there's so many layers to what you're watching that it almost defies your like full understanding of it. There was one scene where I was watching, God, I'm just going to try to get this right. So I'm watching a video game where two actors, two real humans are pretending to be characters in a game that are pretending to be someone else that are pretending to, cause it's a double of someone yeah. and they're pretending to be on a talk show in the rehearsal for the movie, which is in the game. It's wild, but like there's really good. It all looks great. Like it looks like real footage from the time period. There's a really interesting like score that's sort of like pushing you through it. I um, love the score. Yeah. The music yeah. Is so good. Really, really good. And the score kicks up when you're doing stuff like, scrubbing through footage or like looking for a specific thing. You can watch the clips at any speed to try to find what you're, what you're looking for. Um, yeah, I, I, well, first of all, I want to recommend to people cause I know uh, Justin, you didn't do this initially. Definitely play with the controller. Yes. Um, the game Weirdly, uses, it's much better with the controller. Well, the, a, the game uses haptics like a lot. There are like a lot of haptics in the game and the, hand, they hand, tie hand. to the overall thing. And B, I would say, uh, the game is trying to mimic uh, basically old-timey uh, video editing uh, hardware, like with jog dials and stuff like that. And you just won't necessarily get that same vibe from using a keyboard, even though you can play on a keyboard. It feels more like you're using one of those old like video toaster machines or whatever. Right. Like, or microfilm or something like that where you're like really scrubbing through. 
Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, pretty cool. And especially as you said, when the music kicks up and you're just sort of like taking it all in and it feels like you're just pulling bits from this piece and bits from this piece and then putting this all together. It reminded me, this is like, this will be up Justin's alley, but probably no one else's. There are moments in this that very much reminded me of Sleep No More or or other like live action, whatever yeah. uh, theater where you're kind of involved, like walking among the actors yeah. because you feel like you're stumbling upon moments that you weren't necessarily supposed to see. Um, and, and then and then every once in a while, you start to get the feeling that people are aware of you. Yeah. Which is very unnerving. Um, yeah. Guys, I don't I don't know if you're getting the sense listening to it. And I may be off base, but I really I don't feel super qualified to do a lot of passing of judgment on this game. I know it worked for me. Like, I, I don't know how successful it is in trying to do everything i have problems with it that i feel like would streamline the experience for me a little bit but it's mm -hmm. so different from yeah i mean everything else it's really hard to say like it's so singular it's not like i don't know the, the you know the controls could be tighter it's like so it's so hard they need to, to, they need to bump up the graphics on level three <laughs> i thought i think i think conceptually and presentationally it is through the roof fantastic um i will say this for myself even though i agree with you like uh, the acting is good for video games. I do not no, think it's really good, Russ. I, I, I am sorry. Griffin and I are outvoting you on this. I've one. watched, let me just say this. I've watched a lot of television, a lot, a lot of movies. I think if you put this in a TV show, I'm not talking about the movies themselves because the actors are like kind of trumping themselves up, but the more grounded moments, I think generally are like not quite on that same level. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, the writing can stumble at times on that same in that same token, but I think it because the concept is so original and interesting, it pulled me through regardless of that. And it's not bad; it's just like not something that I think would be applauded if it was, uh, you know, a movie or a or a TV show. That's just and I just I just want to disagree with that. Yeah, I just don't. And, agree and with you that. guys, but this also also isn't an acting show, so I don't know. It's yeah, good. gosh, I was I was. It's crazy that Plant's not here. I know. I yeah, like it is, is an extremely plant because I'm sure he has like, oh, you know, the 1970s monk drama was actually Dario Argento's first take on the blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, right. I'm going to make him do like a B segment on it next week or something like that. Yeah. So just so I can hear his I'm sure it'll it. also come up on Resties a little bit. Yeah, uh, but nobody, li I, or I don't listen to that, <laughs> I should say. Not, I'm sure, I know people do. I don't. I would never. I, I can talk to you guys whenever I want. If I want you guys to do a Resties, I'll just call you and say, do a Resties for that's, me. That's true. <laughs> um, it's very, it's very interesting. Uh, should we, should we kind of scratch the surface on the other thing? Yeah, and the other okay. thing is actually what bothers me more about it. Okay, so the other thing, and uh, if you want to go in completely blind, which I would recommend, and I wish I could say a hundred percent, we don't want to talk about it at all. But like, I don't know that it will click for. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So what, I don't I, know what you guys are about to talk I'm, about. I'm saying there wait, are wait, 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 legitimately, Griffin. Leg legitimately, I don't think I know what you're going to talk about. I, I'm going to talk around it. I'm not going to give specifics, but I'm going to talk around it. While you're watching the clips and scrubbing through and something like that, things might happen to the footage that are not necessarily what you would expect while you're scrubbing through the footage. Things might change slightly, or there might be a different person in the footage than what you remember. Um, and that sort of uh, has an element that appears in many, many of the clips. 
um, but only if you do specific things to sort of uncover them. I don't want to say much more than that beyond saying, like, if you feel like something weird is happening or your controller is doing stuff or whatever, uh, lean into that and, and try to chase it down because there's a there's a whole extra layer to this, which I only kind of maybe get but don't fully understand. And this is coming from someone that, like, I've seen the credits roll in this game. So I... Uh, kind of maybe no but there's still a lot that i still have to uncover about this game and it i'm very eager for the like many many youtube analysis videos that are sure to come in the next week or two yeah um because there's there's a lot so griffin you've not seen anything that you don't know what we're referring to i don't think so i think i've i so i've not been playing with a controller i feel like i keep glancing off the side of this bigger thing and i've been like i should say any have you seen any Mm. I mean, he would know. I would. I feel like I would know. Yeah. I. I. After this, I'm gonna go tell you to do something, and then it's gonna. You're gonna kind of have your mind blown a little bit. But okay. Okay. I wish that that element was not as well hidden as it is. I had to call. Like Russ had to call me to tell me how to like consistently do this thing. And 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 what's weird is like I got it yeah not con- i didn't get it consistently until it took me a, w- a little while but once i got it i i kind of it clicked for me and then i was able to do it consistently i agree it's a little bit maybe too hidden but i also don't even know because i i don't know how much it ties into the overall story and i don't know is it an easter egg is it a yeah i don't, I don't know man it's, it's hard to say um i wish that it was easier just because i think it would be really easy to recommend this to people who are not traditionally like big into games. Cause I feel like it's oh, so, definitely like simple and understandable. I, I wish that, that stuff was a little uh, easier to, to dial into. Um, it's, oh, it's so weird. It feels so intimate and uh, sort of alienating at the same time. Yeah. And really. And it's very, I think it's very sad. Like I think, oh whole, sure, it's a it very is, sad. Thing. It is not an upbeat. No, um, yeah, happy. And, and I think thing. the broader points it's making are actually like it has a lot to say about art. I feel like that I don't sure. necessarily like. I'm not sure if I agree with or see things in the same way, but like at least it's saying something, which I think for uh, is something we should encourage in in all video games. Yeah, if if you're a not David all, Lynch fan, more. I I got some Mulholland Drive for uh, sure out of it, a lot of it, and and commentary on how Hollywood works and how people sort of go through that as a you know it's kind of a meat grinder, but also people are passionate about the stuff they're creating. And if you like Lynch, this is a slam dunk for you. It, it feels like if you gave David Lynch a amount of money and was like make a game. Um, it would be more inscrutable than this, and you would need a fucking uh, Tandy to to play. <laughs> you, you need to get your Commodore out of the closet to play. But still, Th- that uh, is maybe the vibe. thing that uh, just to go back on the acting a little bit. The thing that I like constantly was questioning myself is like there's a there's a Lynchian like the way that it's not totally grounded performances. They are like um, up. I, I guess, or, or out there performances in, okay. a, in a lot of the scenes. And I, I that's like a tonal choice that I'm not sure. It was hard for me to tell if it was intentional or they wanted the performances to be grounded, but they weren't able to get there, um, which, again, maybe is part of the point. 
Um, it's wild. It, it is. It is. I, I really, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, if you care about games at all and you want to see one that does like, if you like games that are doing something interesting. Yeah. Um, it, this is like such a easy recommendation because it is bizarre. And, and let me also add, it's on Game Pass. And if you have Netflix, I don't know if it's live yet, but if you have Netflix, it will be included with Netflix mobile or whatever it is where you can play oh, Netflix wow. games with your Netflix subscription. And that will be one of them. And I haven't played it on a touch screen, but it might, it would probably work really well on fine, a, yeah. a, a phone as well. So it's, very interesting. It's weird so game. fast. It's, it's, a, a, Oh, if I could just say real quick, mm. one last thing, the technical aspects of this game, where if you're thinking about how much footage, I can't imagine how much footage there is. There's hours, right? Like, yeah. Easily. Oh yeah. There's like um, th- an hour per movie that's yeah. in it. I would say there's a ton of stuff. And, Almost every object that is in focus, like every object, yeah, yeah, you can tap on. It feels like it reminds me of the first time I played Scribble Knots. That's sort of like, how did they do this? Like, yeah, I I really felt that playing this because there are so many objects that are moving in space constantly that I I, I really I can't imagine what a, a massive amount of work it must have been. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm watching it. I, they're very intentional, right, about everything that they put in the frame. So yes. some of this stuff will be obvious. We're like, oh, someone hands someone else a rose, and that's weird. You don't see a rose too often, so you're yeah. going to be able to find all the other rose moments. But then the rose will cut, like you'll keep clicking on the rose, and it'll jump to like a shampoo commercial where the shampoo is in the shape of a rose. Right, yeah. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick update. Quick update. I just booted yeah. it up uh, just because I wanted to see like what the haptic stuff was all about. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I do think it's bullshit that you absolutely. It seems based on this very cursory dive I've just done during yeah. the podcast that if you don't play it with the haptics, it doesn't like you don't get that there stuff. Is a very, and there's no there's before, no, 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 no. There indication. Is. Okay, there, there is. is there is there is there is. There is. There's a very there's a an audio component too. It is less obvious than the haptics, okay. but there's. An I audio also feel component like that, they say, don't they say early on a controller is recommended? I did not notice that. If so, I mean, okay. I tried to play it with okay. a controller because Jesus Christ, Griffin, did you? Yeah, fit, did you, did yeah you, I found some stuff. Okay, you found some things. Welcome back to the podcast. So happy to have <laughs> you here. Uh, let Griffin, if it's not too much of a disruption, we were going to take another break and then we'll come back and. And talk about some more stuff. Is I'm that okay? Bo- I you? actually think I want to keep playing Immortality, but <laughs> okay. I guess I can wait. Russ, do you have anything to add about this? About no, this no. Thing? Uh, again, it is so. Uh, I would say for anyone with Game Pass, play it. It's like the perfect Game Pass game, and Netflix as well. Um, and yeah, I want more games that are as adventurous as this, without being gross like David Cage games. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sorry. <laughs> real quick content thing. And just because you never have to like, if this is a thing for you, like if this is a concern for you, there's a lot, there's a lot of nudity in this game. Like a uh, real person nudity. I don't think there's ever been a game that has had this much. So if that's like, you're, you know, you're thinking about, yeah, I'd say there's nudity. There's, you know, scene, you know, violent scenes, situations. blood, like a lot. It's it goes, a very mature game. Pretty much every, a lot of places. It goes a lot yeah, of places. So I would say not for the kiddies. Not for kids. All right. Uh, that's uh, that's Immortality. We'll come back right after the break and we'll talk about even more uh, great live action entertainment. This episode of The Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right. So 
you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Justin, do you want to talk about the nudity some more? Uh, no, it was just a content warning, Russ. Jeez, oh, Pete. <laughs> It was just surprising. I don't know. Surprised me. So, Russ, we we have taught is interesting because we have we talked a lot about acting in the first uh, the first segment, and we, I wanted to return. We wanted to return to that to talk about uh, acting in FMV games in general, where we've seen like good and bad performances in FMV yeah. games. Where can you find the good stuff? Yeah. So for me, and we've talked a little bit about Sam Lake previously but for me the some of the best and there isn't that much i mean obviously in fmv games there's a lot but in traditional games fmv has not really stayed around very much but sam lake's games remedy games specifically have used a ton of live action and invariably those are the ones that i like the best mostly because he really leans into the absurdity and also otherworldliness of like a lynchian tone 
So games like Control, games like Max Payne, games like Quantum Break does some live action stuff. His performances are like his the, what he directs or at least writes is always very out there. Um, Control most recently has some like incredible side characters. Um, I know some one of our readers uh, mentioned uh, Doctor Darling in Control, who was played by Matthew Peretta, um, who I think might have also been the original Max Payne actor, voice actor. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think all of Remedy's games do it really interesting. Quantum Break is probably their weakest because it's the most traditional, like, kind of felt like it was an ABC drama. But the rest of them are, like, totally wild and absurd. And, yeah, I love them. I uh, I think that the uh, the DeVecchi folks have really nailed a sort of, like, and and I think you see set this start in contradiction probably, uh, which is not a Devecki game, but like the Devecki studios who've done, they did uh, the Shapeshifter Detective, Infectious Madness, Doctor Decker, um, Poe and Monroe, Dark Knights of Poe and Monroe, which uh, I am I am actually in, but they they uh, the so that's the best one is me, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> The, their games have like this slightly elevated B movie kind of thing. Like they're not going like super. They they realize to lean into the cheese a little bit. Yeah, and it's working, but it's in on the joke a little bit, right? And it's not bad. It's just like they know what it needs to feel like, so it you know they so that it matches the the vibe of it. That so you got to elevate it a little bit um, to know, let people know that you know that it's a little bit silly that you're interacting with a, a movie it's a little right. bit disjointed which i guess is interesting part of the reason i brought this up and we'll jump to griffin next is when i think about uh like last of us for example last of us 2 let's say the performances are like not remotely cheesy like they're very intense and grounded and 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 feel very like earnest to me and it's interesting that like i haven't seen a lot of that level of performance when it's live action, when it's FMV. Mm. And I don't know if that's because like video game makers don't have that experience in directing actors in that space, but it's also weird. Cause like that effectively that's what they're doing in last of us. They're directing these actors in a, in a motion capture studio, their voice is being captured while they're acting. So I'm surprised that we're not seeing that sort of acting in other games. I guess immortality is probably the closest we've seen, Think but about like and immortality does not immortality. I would not file in this in this category. But like some of those Devecki games, some of the other ones, like the ones that are like FMV first, mm-hmm. you're asking actors to perform a role or like a take on a line several different ways, depending on or due to several different moods, right? Yeah. Depending on what has happened immediately before. So if you think about a regular movie, if you're doing a performance, you can track the line from from one to the other. But with this, with a lot of these FMV games, you, you don't know, like it's it's so sort of, um, you know, I, I would assume short takes and and that kind of come out of nowhere. Like, okay, now do one where they just asked you about the bicycle again. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's got to be a big acting. Yeah, challenge. but I would also say like a, a big part of acting, not that I'm an expert, is a pr- even, even though the line will be the same, approaching it in different ways. Hey, you're more angry or hey, you're kind of frightened by what they just said or something like that. Yeah, but so, it's about more than like – it's uh, what I'm saying is they're, you're asking people to do that in a bubble, right? Yeah. Because you don't have an arc of your character because there isn't an arc of the character. Sure. I understand. The character is the player, what you're saying. 
What yes. was that game where you were in a hotel and this dude was just chasing you the whole time and you had to talk to ghosts? To like, uh, oh my god, yeah, that was what was that? No, it, it was it, very recent. Juice, Juice is talking. Yeah, about we played show. about it. We played it. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that does ring a bell. Called? Actually, Dead of Night. That was a good mm-hmm. one. That one was scary. Like that one was really scary. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say uh, a mobile game. I don't know if it's on other platforms. Called Simulacra. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, I don't know if y'all played that one. I, I did. It's kind of on everything. That's a neat one. Oh, uh, okay. It's it is a found phone game, and I don't want to say much more about it other than that you the game is in the form of this uh, user interface of a phone that you have found, and it is a young woman's phone, and it's up to you to figure out what happened to her, mm. and it goes some fucking places. Uh, it is. I I don't know about the best acting, but I think it is my favorite. It is the most compelling FMV game I've I've ever played. Wow! Uh, and because it's it's pretty short, and it's very clever how it sort of recreates uh, the experience of you know finding a phone. We've been watching, uh, funnily enough, the resort, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of a found phone TV show. Yeah, uh, and it's it's hitting some of those notes too. But uh, I I can't recommend it enough. It's it's dirt cheap. And it's uh, it's it's good as hell. It's kind of kind of scary, very uh, just a, a fascinating idea that goes some like really really wild fantastical places. There is a similar one, yes, um, that is a Doctor Who game. Um, yeah, the Doctor Silent Who, the Lonely Assassins. Yeah, Lonely Assassins. Yeah, not yeah. Silent Assassins. That was. Yeah. Uh, I think they may have made two Simulacra, uh, two Simulacra games. That or there's a. Another game. No, yeah, Simulacra 2 is also out. I don't know if I've played that one. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, rad game. Really good acting. Really kind of scary and neat. And the good news is we're going to be getting more live action thanks to Alan Wake 2 coming out eventually. That's wild. Yeah, that'll come out. Let me just um, jump through some reader mail that we got of other people mentioning live action scenes that they enjoy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, I haven't played this, but the this is, comes from Armored Whale. The PS1 classic Omega Boost has a live-action opening cinematic that whips ass. I guess I'll have to watch that. You guys haven't played that, have you? No, no it sounds familiar. No, it's, it does sound familiar, yeah. Omega Boost. Omega Boost. Uh, we also got a call-out from Internet Wes for Tim Curry in Red Alert 3. Oh, any time. Bless him. We, we have no choice but to stand. Um... <laughs> And also uh, Mark Hamill in Wing Commander 3. Yeah. I think that I was the first time I... I don't rem- like when actors are slumming it in FMV games. That was the first time I remember an actual actor I recognized being in a video game. Was you want to see, see a hell of a one. Watch Walken. Oh, my God. This Omega Boost intro is it's out of sick. this world. <laughs> God, we got to tweet it. this because this is sending me, y'all. I'm freaking out over here. <laughs> I've never played this. I got to get this. Okay, well, anyway. I don't think the rest of the game is FNV, is it? <laughs> no. Probably but, not. Oh, man, that looks wild. Uh, what were we just, what were You we were talking about actors slumming it. In oh, FNV. yeah. I don't like... You, you see, watch Walken in... Um, What's it? Ripper, I think, is the name of the one that he is in. That man is barely there. I love, he is like, does not understand what he is being called to do. So where do I hold the controller? No, you don't hold the controller, Mr. Walken. You, it is, it is out of this world. Uh, Kirk Cameron in the Horde. I mean. Oh, boy. 
Always is that like a see. left behind kind of thing or yeah, uh, basically. Yeah, and, basically. And, except yeah. he's fighting a bunch of demons and he's a young prince. Um, Got it. Which I guess is basically left, left behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. What are we playing in addition to that? Not, not much else has changed. For, I, I did not play many games this week, uh, but yeah, I'm still, still pounding into dark cloud Two on the old mm, yep. uh, on that odin pro really dope oh so you're on the pro i actually just saw a video apparently they have a light as well but you're on the pro yeah I, I i went ahead and got it just because i wanted something that could run like ps2 era stuff and Dreamcast got it and gamecube pretty comfortably which got this it. does um yeah that's that's it i've picked up and kind of bounced off a few phone things i've, I've been i've been looking for so a, hard to uh, find good phone stuff it really, really is. Uh, I started playing, you know what? Just came yeah, out on, uh, I think it's been on iPad, but now it's on phone with like a retooled interface is Papers, Please. Oh, um, nice. okay. It works really good. It's, it's, there's, there's a few, you know, that game is all about like doing your job as fast and accurately as possible. Yeah. And there's like one or two kind of steps that the iPhone version has to add because of the limited screen real estate that, kind of get in the way a little bit but it's uh in a lot of ways it, it, it works really well on the platform um yeah that makes and a lot of a lot of pokemon go they just did this huge like worldwide event uh last saturday uh that that me and henry played just just all day uh and that was a lot of fun caught a lot of weird big big bug pokemon like buzzswole the big just strong buff burly bug man uh <laughs> which has got to be somebody's thing for sure sure i have such a weird relationship with pokemon go because i played it so intensely like two years right before the pandemic yeah and i played it to the point where i knew all the locals in my neighborhood who also played it and you'd see them grouped up at the corner when they were hitting a gym or something like that and I was in a Facebook group with all of them. So when we were like doing multiplayer or whatever, people would meet up on the street. And I quit basically at the pandemic because I didn't want to go outside. And I haven't gone back to it, but I still see them on the street corners and it's extremely awkward. Oh, no. Like I, can, I know they're there because I see them with multiple phones and like battery packs and shit. And I'm like, oh, that's a Pokemon player. And it's just like, it's from another time. It's like I left left a gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I did want to mention, because I know that there's a specific group of people that will have fond memories, but uh, Jetpack Joyride 2 is, is yeah. out on Apple Arcade. Uh, yeah, I grabbed that one. I did too. Uh, I will say this. I don't, I think that it's, a lot of the hooks are cool. It feels good to play. It is like fun to play. You're basically side scrolling. Uh, you hold is the simplest controls in the world. You hold your thumb on the screen to activate your jetpack to go up. You let it off to go down. And then you're like careening through these 2D environments and you're shooting the stuff that comes at you, getting power ups and unlocks. I uh, I thought it was it, it, it looks great. It's fun to play. I don't think it's broken up into like levels. Mm -hmm. So like just when you get into like kind of a groove, you'll be at the end of a level. And that feels weird for a genre that is called Endless Runner. Like it, it feel it kind of breaks the momentum for me. Like the levels are pretty short and then you're yeah. dragged back into this. The um, not dragged back, but, you know, you head back to the main menu and there are so many <laughs> different little like micro transaction -y style hooks there's idle 
like idle gold that you're accruing to go collect and uh, a login days and stuff like that, which yeah. is so weird because it's on Apple Arcade. So you're not, you can't pay real money for any of this stuff, but yeah. it does feel like they backed their way in from having a free to play game into an Apple Arcade game. So all that stuff just feels like getting in the way of like me enjoying myself because I need to like grind up the power on this machine gun. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a weird choice that, you know, I, it's Apple Arcade has had definitely had some fun hits, but also it feels like sometimes they are like dipping into this world of like quasi free to play, even though it's not right. They're using the, the, the mind hooks and not the money hooks. Like they're, they're, yeah, it is. That being said, I got a press release from Apple the other day. Apparently Tom Hanks is coming to the Apple Arcade with a trivia game. All right. So that's happening. That sounds great to me, man. He loves trivia. He loves trivia, and he's coming to Apple Arcade. I'm going to mention, I've continued to play Dark Souls 2, and that game is fucking great. I really like it. It's not as good as 1 or 3, and it's not certainly not as good as Elden Ring, but it is really fun, and I've been playing it on the Steam Deck, which I think is a great fit for all the Souls games, just because there's so much like, oh, I died, or oh, I want to farm this soul, whatever, and not having to like stare at a screen and be at a desk or whatever, like having a comfortable couch experience while playing a Souls game is, oh boy, super good. So uh, even though it is considered the weakest of the Souls games, it's it's definitely worth playing if you're a fan of the genre. That was the first one I finished, so it's a, it holds a, a big place in my heart. Yeah, I'm going to talk more about it on, on Resties just because there's so many eccentricities, but uh, yeah, please, please don't overlook it. it. It is very cool. I think that's it. Uh, I wanted to thank the following people for writing reviews for the besties on Apple Podcasts. We have Darthus, Elise, JMMM, and Bean Lover 1017. That's my birthday. Uh, Thank you to everyone who wrote reviews for the besties on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to, um, I don't know, the world at large for sharing the show and talking about it. Yeah, man. What do we have? Oh, we should recap the games we talked about. I guess Plant's not here, so I will try to do that. We talked about Immortality, which is available on basically all platforms. It's also available on Game Pass. And if you have a Netflix subscription, you can play it on uh, mobile. Uh, We talked about Omega Boost. We talked about a bunch of Remedy games. We talked about Justin's favorite Devecki games, FMV-centric games. Grifton talked about Simulacra, which is a mobile game. I guess there might be a couple of those. Uh, a little bit about Tim Curry and Red Alert 3. Uh, I talked about Dark Souls 2. Griffin is still playing Dark Cloud 2. Justin mentioned Jetpack Joyride. I think that's two. it. Jetpack Joyride 2, yes. Sequel. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we'll be talking with you about The Last of Us Part 1 Remake. Um, so tune in for that. And uh, be sure to join us again next week for the besties. Because should the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Besties!